The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, You have heard that it was said, An eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you, Offer no resistance to one who is evil. When someone strikes you on your right cheek, turn the other one to him as well. If anyone wants to go to law with you over your tunic, hand him your cloak as well. Should anyone press you into service for one mile, go with him for two miles. Give to the one who asks of you, and do not turn your back on one who wants to borrow. The Gospel of the Lord. We can see from the gospel today, like, it's a challenging gospel. It's one of those gospels that sort of reminds you that the answer is really to always be more holy. Like, if you have an option to be less holy or more holy, the answer is always to be more holy, right? It's always to raise your your life, your moral life, and your virtuous life to a bar that Jesus is trying to hold for us. I'm certainly not saying that's easy. Even the situation that Jesus is presenting to us is not an easy one, and that's the point. But he does it. He does it. Every single time we gaze upon a crucifix, we're reminded of that. Uh, you know, to, to rise above something, the evil that is actually done to us, and, and not retaliate in that same way. Any single time that we celebrate a truly great saint, a doctor of the church like St. Anthony, we're reminded of what it looks like to live an unbelievably holy life, to like really reach for the bar of Jesus as much as possible. Two of the great miracles of St. Anthony that, that, that often I think about or that speak to me is one of the famous miracles is that he was staying in Padua where he gets his, his name. He was actually Portuguese originally, but he was staying in Padua and, you know, he preached all over France and, and uh, Italy and, and Sicily. But he's just praying, being his holy self in his room, right? And then the host of the household saw this light, just this dazzling light, like, emanating from underneath the door. And so his curiosity gets the, the better of him, right? And so he goes up, and, you know, this is a long time ago, in the 1200s, right? So the keyhole is a different thing, like a skeleton key. So he goes up to the keyhole, and he kneels down and he looks through the keyhole and he sees from an open book, an open Bible on the desk, he sees the child Jesus standing on the book. And Anthony's embracing him, embracing the child Jesus in this particular scene. And then he realizes that this man sees him and he says, tell no one what you saw. Very similar to the words of Jesus. Don't tell anybody about the thing that you just saw happen, right? And why did he do that? Not because the miracle is not profound, but because he didn't want to call attention to himself, because he actually had true you know, humility in his life. And of course, as we lead up to the, um, the solemnity of the body and blood of the Lord, you know, as we, this weekend, we're reminded of the other miracle, one that I've mentioned to you before. It's really amazing. It's, 
there was a lot of heretics around. There's still a lot of heretics around, if you guys haven't noticed. We just tend not to call them that anymore, right? Because people don't like being labeled these days. But um, yeah, there's a lot of heretics around in our current day. And back then, Anthony was known for his preaching, right? Instead of using sort of any sort of physical violence as a weapon, he was known for being able to convince people with his words. And so those that have the ability to convince people with a convincing argument, but it also takes learning first. You have to know the Lord and you have to know his word to be able to give some sort of convincing argument. But if you're capable of doing that, and so he engaged with people, engaged with people that didn't believe. And so there was a heretic that said, and he, challenged, he basically challenged St. Anthony. He said, I'll believe in the Eucharist if, um, you know, basically if my mule honors the Eucharist instead of like eating this hay. And then St. Anthony's like, I'll take that bet, basically. And, you know, and there's many people who are witness to this, this situation that happens. And so the evil heretic basically starves his mule for three days, and then they set the date for three days, you know, in, in advance. And, um, you know, Anthony, what does he do? Nothing. He just is being his holy self, right? And so he shows up and he's holding the consecrated host in his hand before a starving mule. And then the, the heretic has an armful of hay and he's kind of like shoving it in front of the nose of the mule. And the mule walks away from the hay after being starved for three days and actually kneels down in front of the Eucharist in St. Anthony's hands in front of many people. That's like, and, and if you can imagine, people of that day, too, a natural miracle, people who worked with animals that understand their nature and how they function. They're very food-motivated, right? Any of you that have dogs know this. And they were just astounded. They were astounded by that. And then he said he would convert if that happened. And so that was an astounding enough miracle for that, for that to happen there. So it's amazing if, if we raise our own personal holiness. Of course, everybody's called to be holy. But if we actually respond to the call, that's the big difference, right? If we respond to the call, then the Lord can work through us in miraculous ways. Right? We don't exercise the miracle through ourselves. That's like what people get involved in magic in the occult, right? It's God's grace and something being exercised from him just through you instrumentally. We don't call on the ability ourselves, but, but, but something miraculous can be manifest through an individual, through the grace and power of God, sometimes something that defies things that we would see as nature in this world. But that comes from holiness. It comes from God, not, not from the individual. So just like St. Anthony's humility, you know, he does these things, and sometimes some people see them, and sometimes they don't see them, or a very small group of people see them. But he acts the same no matter what, whether it was in public or whether it was in private. He just tries to be holy, as Christ calls all of us to be. And so that's the thing that we're reminded of today, is that we are always called to be holy, whether we are in the silence of our room or whether we're out in the middle of the public square. Uh, we're an example of Christ and we try to emulate him in everything. God bless you all.